Welcome to 66 Days, the podcast. 66 being the average number of days it takes to make a behavior automatic. At 66 Days, we believe that you can make fitness a habit, and that means letting your subconscious do all the heavy lifting. Each episode, we'll be diving into one of many topics revolving around fitness, nutrition, recovery, habits, and subconscious reprogramming. If you're new to this podcast, we're stoked to have you. And we highly recommend that you check out our previous episodes to learn more about habits and fitness. For our subscribers and regular visitors, thanks so much for sticking with us and helping make this podcast more awesome each week. If you enjoy what you hear, definitely like, rate, subscribe, and share this with friends and family to help more people learn about how they too can make fitness a habit. I'm your host, W. Mosadia, and today we'll be taking a look at habit creation. More specifically, how to make good habits using the law of least effort. You're listening to 66 Days, the podcast. Habits are unconscious, and they're like the fundamental atoms of our lives. They're hard to maintain once the initial motivation wears off, but once your habits are established, they seem to stick around forever, until of course you become aware of it again. This can work for you, but unfortunately can also work against you. In previous episodes of this podcast, we talked about how habits form in our brain, how they work to conserve energy, and how our identity places a big role in making habits last. We also learned that the habit loop is as such, cue, craving, response, and reward. We touched on how to become more aware of our habits and how changing your environment can make profound effects on initiating good habits and stopping bad ones. Since current habits instilled in you can't actually be removed and only changed, the best thing you can do for your habits you want to stop is remove the cues that drive those habits. And for the habits that you want to continue doing, you want to make those cues obvious and attractive so that you're continually reminded of it. Now, when it comes to creating brand new habits, there are a couple of tools that you can use to ensure that you don't run out of motivation or willpower to make a better you. As humans, we're really lazy. So ideally, you want to make these habits really easy so that it takes less effort on your part. So today, we'll be looking at habit stacking and the power of implementation intention. On episode four, when we talked about identifying your cues, we mentioned several cue categories that trigger our habit loops. The primary two being time and location. The goal here is to make time and location so obvious that with enough repetition, you get the urge to do the right thing at the right time, even when you can't say why. When it comes to working out, There will never be a time where you're doing an exercise without conscious thought. But you will definitely get antsy around that time of day that you scheduled, and that's what we're aiming for. The idea behind implementation intention is to make a plan beforehand about when and where to act. Kind of like scheduling a meeting on your calendar to lock it into place. This locks in the common cues time and location. So when situation X arises... I will perform the routine Y. As human beings, many of us think that we lack the motivation or willpower to get ourselves to do something when in reality, all we lack is clarity. 
When you make a concrete plan of, say, working out at 5 p.m. every Tuesday at Good Life Gym, and then put that on your calendar, now you've removed some of the decision-making energy, and hence made it easier to perform that routine and make it a habit. You can compare this to telling yourself, you'll hit the gym three times a week, or you're doing legs on Tuesday, which, in all honesty, is just too vague. You essentially need to remove the need to wait for inspiration or motivation. People who make a specific plan for when and where they will perform a new habit are more likely to follow through because it's a concrete plan. Also, one thing that you want to consider when planning a habit is to make sure that you're also choosing a time and place that resonates with the same frequency of the habit that you're trying to install. For example, scheduling your workout or your meal prep, both of which are very high energy activities, at a time that you're most likely doing something relaxing, or at a time where you're most likely booked to do other activities, like on a Friday evening, would make the routine very difficult, and that wouldn't be a good idea. Again, we're trying to make this as easy as possible. Now this can take some time to plan, since you don't really know what works the best in what environments and at what time. So a solution to this is to use habit stacking. Habit stacking goes hand in hand with momentum. When you're doing something, you're more likely to do something else that's similar to it. Instead of pairing a habit with time and location, you pair it with another habit. The logic to this is that each action that you do can act as a cue to another behavior. And this can be really useful because you can just use current habits that you already have and stack a new habit or a new behavior on top of that. The equation of this is essentially, after current habit, I will do new habit. For example, after I come home from work and put the keys on the hanger, I will prepare my pre-workout drink. Or I will immediately put on my running shoes. Or after I finish each meal, I immediately log down what I ate. The goal here is to stack more and more habits subconsciously, all towards making you into the person that aligns with your identity. One way to start implementing this is by grabbing a piece of paper and listing out all the habits that you're aware of or that you do without fail each day. You can find some of these techniques actually on becoming more aware of your habits uh, by listening to the Finding Your Cues episode about two episodes ago. Some of these kinds of habits might include things like getting out of bed or brushing your teeth or putting on your shoes or taking them off. You also want to list down the things that happen in the day whether you like it or not. Things like the sun rising or setting or you going in the washroom. These things are kind of uncontrollable, so that's how it works. All these habits can be ones that you can latch new habits to. Once you've done that, you want to write out the habit that you would like to do the most in the most specific way that you can so that you leave no room for error. An example of this would be something like, as soon as I consume a meal, I open up my fitness pal on my phone and I log that meal into my diary. This is specific and to the point and it's easy to take action on. Also, notice how the habit that you're trying to form is also in the same frequency of the prior habit. Logging your food intake goes hand in hand with the routine of eating food. Again, the frequency of your habits you want to stack on matters. In fact, 
All the aspects of what we discuss in this episode, which is time, location, and previous habits, all work hand in hand to help you stack on better habits and reduce the resistance to acting on it. Choosing to sit up and meditate for two minutes right after you wake up is a great example because when you wake up, your brain waves are at a calm theta state where you can really focus more clearly. It also ties into a similar previous habit that you do every day, which is waking up. This allows you to repeat it more and more and get closer to making it subconscious. You want to drink more water in the day? You can start by taking a sip at every hour. You want to keep yourself from sitting at your desk too long? You can get up every time your cup of water needs refilling. And you can use this kind of technique for other habits in your day. Habit stacking is powerful, and it's definitely something that you want to add into your weekly scheduling. The less friction that you create, the easier it is for the stronger parts of you to emerge. And for the bad parts of you, just increase the friction in doing those things. Remember, the brain's job is to conserve energy, so you want your brain on your side when you're designing a new you. Thanks for listening. This week, we focused on ways to make habits easy to start. Next week, we'll be looking at how to make habits stick. Also, if you like the music that you heard on this podcast, definitely check out musicbed.com for more. Make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're hearing this right now. This is 66 Days, the podcast.